Hey everyone, Dave Mormon, Home Service Business Coach here. Uh, before I go ahead and roll today's episode, which I think you're going to absolutely love, is I want to let you know about our Foundations Coaching Program, where we've now helped hundreds of home service business owners structure their business for more freedom and for more income because that is why we started our businesses in the first place so if you're ready to level up this year and get yourself off the tools and transition from being that self-employed entrepreneur to really being that business owner that can create a business asset that can run without them and run profitably then you're going to want to check out what we got going on inside foundation so to do that you can head over to homeservicebusinesscoach.com you can book in your free 20-minute phone call with our team and we'll get you more information on our coaching program but without further ado we'll go ahead and run the episode i think you're going to love this one Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, everybody. So you know that I love numbers and that's why you're in this program to get projects, to get people, build a team and ultimately drive profit. So this is kind of a revenue size that I uh, kind of call like a checkpoint in the business. So you see also in the training, I did a short video on what the budget looks like at 250,000. This is kind of that next level up. Um, you're now like off the truck at 500,000. You now have someone in the office and you're kind of in this sweet spot where you can kind of like pick and choose your day. You're still not like fully systematized typically at this level, but you now have a bit of a team growing because you've got your technicians, you've got someone in the office and you can now kind of choose do we bring on a sales rep? Do I need a production manager? What's my skill set as a business owner? And how do I kind of want to grow this thing? So you're typically around like a forty, fifty thousand uh, dollar monthly run rate, um, maybe even higher for those of you with really seasonal um, businesses. Say you run seven or eight months of the year, could even be like a, a bigger month than fifty thousand. So I'm just going to do a short training here, walk you through the budget, and you can kind of study it a bit more in depth. And um, of course, ask me or your support coach in the program. Um, further questions as they're nuanced to your business. But we've now worked with a whole bunch of different washing businesses. So we're pretty dialed on this budget. Um, and so you can kind of see the, the dollar amount here and then the percentages in the corresponding column. So I just want to make a few comments on this just to guide you um, throughout your journey. Okay, so we're going to be doing half a million dollars. Like I said, great checkpoint, 50K month um, run rate, very healthy amount of profit you'll see in just a couple minutes here. So the first number to lock in on is your technician labor. So I've got it at about 30% here. This is going to be hands down the biggest cost in your service business is the people out doing the work. So if you're doing more window gutter cleaning, um, pressure washing, you could be pushing like 35%, sometimes 40% even, definitely not any more than that. If you're pretty much just doing soft washing, we could actually move that 30% down to like 
20, maybe 25%. So it kind of just depends on your services that you're doing, but I've left it a little higher than I want at 30%. We're working on in my business to actually get that down to around 25% as we do more soft washing and a little less um, window and gutter cleaning. So again, just kind of find yourself on the spectrum, but kind of 30% is a good kind of general ballpark. Um, and I tried to make these numbers too, not like too pie in the sky, you know, oh, you can totally do this. Or we've got this one member that has a really low labor rate. Like these are averages, right? So you're going to find yourself on kind of the spectrum, but I want to be a little more conservative with these numbers than like, hey, we have this one special client who is like crazy good at managing their, you know, profit margins. Again, we want to keep an average, okay? Material soaps, typically around a one to 2% range. That's pretty good. So we've got 8,000 allocated to that. And then this is a unique point to make, okay? This hybrid role is allowing you to identify a key staff member and start to build into them, pull them off site and actually use them on like Thursdays or Fridays or both, get them doing some production management duties, right? I love the hybrid role in my business. That's how I've grown my managers is we take them off site for a Thursday, Friday, get them doing the bleach deliveries, get them doing some material ordering, get them um, going to deal with customers, get them doing small touch-ups, get them doing crew checks, get them doing um, start on vehicle maintenance logs, right? There's things that you can start to hybrid your people with. We've also taken technicians and taught them in-person sales, right? Our office team will be going crazy with leads and they'll schedule a technician of ours who wants to learn sales and they can go out and do eight in-person estimates, say on a Friday, on the hour, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanna allocate $10,000 of your budget just to that hybrid role so we can start to take a little bit of uh, work off your shoulders, okay? So you can see the total gross profit for this business so far, 66%, very, very good, healthy place to be um, for a cleaning business, okay? Now we'll get into what's now the overhead, okay? So um, these are like the, the set expenses that are in your business that are not attributed to the job site, okay? So vehicle fuel going up in every state, every country of the world, okay? We got $10,000 at uh, the time of this recording, that's accurate. Um, this may have to get scooted up as time goes on. I certainly don't think it's coming down, okay? But usually 2% of the overall revenue will go to fuel. Um, insurance, depending on your, your setup, we like fleet insurance. All our vehicles are insured in fleet. We get a discount for having a whole bunch of vehicles under the company policy. Um, so about 1% is good there. Some vehicle maintenance, right? Um, we like pre-owned vehicles. I usually allocate about $2,000 per year per vehicle. For this size setup, 500 grand, you should be running about two trucks at about $25,000 per month, give or take. Um, and so about two grand to each vehicle, four grand. Could be low if you get nothing in one year, but we know it could be a transmission or new tires or brakes or whatever the following year. So again, just kind of an average um, is good there. And then a vehicle purchaser payments, right? We buy our vans anywhere from ten dollars to $15,000. Um, you know, if you're buying trucks, they're a little bit more. If you're paying monthly, you could probably be a little bit less. Um, and so work that out for your business, but around a 2% marker is kind of what we like. So just in vehicle alone, you can add this up and see we're already 6% of our revenue, $60,000 is um, boom, allocated for, um, you know, just in literally um, the vehicle, sorry, my math is off there, 6% is not gonna be um, 60,000, it's gonna be uh, a, lot, uh, a lot less than that. Why don't I actually do this for you right now while I got my calculator? 
500 grand at 6%, 30 grand. That's what we're doing. Okay. 30 grand to the vehicle. Okay. Now we move into the business expenses. Okay. So this is exciting because you can now have an office administrator who is, can almost be full-time. Okay. So in my breakdown, I've allocated 30 hours per week. You can kind of cheat this a little bit and have them work like a six hour day, you know, usually from like nine to three, kind of that meaty part of the day. And you, the business owner can kind of pick up around those hours or just have calls, you know, hit voicemail and you can have a, a recording that's like, hey, we'll call you back absolute first thing in the morning. If you're extremely busy, maybe you're a little bit higher than 500,000, you can actually have an office admin flex up to 40 hours a week and do like a full eight to 4.30, just kind of depending on your demand. Um, just note here that 7% is kind of that sweet spot there for your office administrator. Um, you know, you could go as low as five, but a big part here is you want to find an office administrator who can drive revenue to the business. Okay. So there's more training on this in my program. What does an office administrator actually do? They should be taking all your inbound calls. They should be cross-selling your services on a good call script. We got all training on that, right? They should be reaching out to your past customers via outbound calls. They should be making happy calls when the jobs are done for the week. They should be calling all of those clients, making sure they're happy. They should be calling the quotes that are in a waiting response, right? You quoted 100 jobs. You only heard back from 50. There's 50 more we got to go call, reach out to. They should be blowing out your email inbox. They should be responding to Google reviews, right? There's just thing after thing after thing that I would beg you to not be on the truck and not be in the office. That's kind of the sweet spot of this half million dollar revenue mark. You can really see now you've got the growing um, semblance of a growing company here. So 7% there. Now we're going to pay you as well. You're very valuable to the business um, regardless of how many hours you're putting in. It's going to be pretty much a full-time gig. You've got now a small team. We're going to pay you 10%. $50,000, right? I want you making $4,000 a month, $1,000 every week. Keep the family happy. If, if you got a little fancier taste, you may need to flex that up. I would be cautious paying yourself more than 10% of your overall business revenue because there's not going to be a lot left in the business bank account, right? When I was growing my business, I got by on even less than 10% because I had another business going that could feed my income so I could keep the profit in the cleaning business growing very quickly. Again, depends on your growth mindset. Do you want to grow 20% a year? Do you want to grow 100 or 200 or 300% per year? Everybody's got different goals. But again, this is a good average. You should pay yourself around 10%. Um, and this is all pre-tax, by the way. So we're going to have to pay corporate taxes through your company and you're going to have to pay personal tax as well um, on this. So it's important to note um, taxes are a very real thing when you get to this level of income and start start growing. Okay. Technology stack, seven grand. Um, that's pretty normal when you add up your CRM, your Slack, your nice job, your this, your that, your phone lines, the other thing, the things just add up. Okay. So technology is very important. Now I'm going to assume at this level, um, you're going to have a, a shop and some storage, right? For us, we store all our Christmas lights. Uh, we store all of our bleach in, uh, in, a, in storage location, and we also pay rent at our office. So, you know, I've, I've also scaled up a business to this level without even having an office, right? My office was at Starbucks. So um, you don't need to necessarily um, have an office at this level. But again, keeping it for the average, I would like you to personally have one or be thinking seriously about having one. 2000 a month could be 
um, quite low in some areas, could be bang on in some areas, and could be even a little bit high in some areas. Some of the members um, we're working with in the program kind of all over the place, but some of you have got killer deals on rents uh, and leases that you've locked in for the long term, a whole lot less than two grand a month. So if you've done that, that's really good. Professional fees, this could be like you hire an attorney to ask some questions to maybe a couple times per year. Maybe uh, for us, we hired an employment lawyer to drop some um, really good position agreements. So $3,000 to that, you might not even use that, but I wanna build that into your budget. Uh, credit fund, this is an interesting one to note. Uh, about half a percent, right? It used to be around 1% for us as we've got our quality better, scaled the business. That's actually dropped. So 2,500 bucks is gonna go to you, uh, you know, frying a, a Mrs. Smith's uh, plant in the front of her yard or, you know, wrecking, uh, getting SH on something. Something will happen inevitably. You're gonna need to pay out of pocket, give a customer credit. Maybe a customer doesn't pay, there's bad debt, they're not happy. This is all small incidentals that are not large that you'd put on an insurance claim, okay? So important to note there. Speaking of insurance, $4,000 per year, um, give or take, that's where we kind of want to be. Um, I would always uh, recommend you pay a little bit more money for really good insurance and that you personally bubble wrap your company and also protect you, the owner, um, from any sort of insurance claims or, or lawsuits happening. So important that we get really good business insurance. Don't cheap out, right? If you have two options, one is 1 million liability, one's 5 million. I'm probably going to vote to take the 5 million. We have 5 million at my business. Personally, I think as inflation continues to come through our economy, um, 5 million will become more of a norm and there'll be even higher policies available as things become more expensive. Um, accounting, bookkeeping, 4,000. You know, if you can get someone three to 500 a month, um, you're looking pretty good on that front. Um, these are kind of just smaller incidentals, right? I don't have a lot of comments on these. A couple grand to office supplies. Um, we have a book club at our business. Um, so having some bookshelves, nice storage shelves in the office for uniforms, um, meals and entertainment. I just personally like you meet uh, a client, you meet an employee interview, Starbucks, Tim Hortons. We like here in Canada, whatever it is. I always try to pick up the tab. I just personally like that. Um, so that's uh, what I would suggest being generous, um, you know, putting a couple grand into that um, is important. Uh, ladders equipment could be low, could be high, but $12,000 to, um, you know, replace hoses, get some new ladders, uh, get a water fed pole set up. You could blow the bank on that if you have nothing. But, you know, I'm going to assume you've been in business a couple of years. If you're hitting this revenue level, you should have some things um, already in your uh, equipment arsenal that you can just kind of add to and kind of top grade. Um, now we're gonna need to do some repairs on some pressure washers. That could be a um, couple grand, winterize them, right? Get them serviced. Maybe one needs a new pump. Um, we could easily spend that money there. Shop supplies is just general, right? Um, rags, huck towels, that kind of thing. Um, new new rubbers for your um, you know squeegees and scrubbers. Um, pre pretty normal stuff there. Um, payment processing, okay? Big one here. I highly recommend taking payments on credit card, getting a deposit up front. That's how we roll at my business. That's what I teach. Get the cash flow going. Don't take checks. Don't take cash. Um, try get everyone paying on a credit card for residential anyways and with a deposit. Um, phone and tablets, right? You should have a, a phone system. We like a VoIP phone system. 
um, buy a couple grand stream phones on Amazon, um, plug them into the wall. Those are great for um, running a uh, call center um, for your business. And then learning and education, right? 12 grand, that's a lot. Well, you've joined this coaching program, you've invested in yourself. I personally believe that's like a good baseline to be at. Um, for investing in yourself um, and you should be for sure getting that value and then some through a program like this or whatever else you choose to join masterminds reading getting books like just this is not an expense in the line item this is an investment into your future growth uh, and potential last things to note here okay marketing uh, about five percent is what we like to spend to scale the business now people say dave you're crazy i need to spend 10 15 20 percent or my competitors are doing that maybe they are i personally teach and preach a retention type of model in the cleaning business we reach out to our clients via phone via email via postcard three very cost-effective strategies that allow us to not break the bank on google ppc facebook ads SEO, all the other million things that your competitors are spending tons of money on. So I personally believe build an amazing brand, do an excellent level of service and get people on repeat schedules, follow up with them, touch base with them, be human with them. That's the best way to scale the business. So I practice what I preach. Can you go higher than 5%? You could six, seven, um, much higher than that. I just personally think you're probably missing the boat um, on this. My mentor, uh, Howard Partridge, he spends next to nothing on marketing, multi-million dollar company, been in business many years, yes, but you've got to start from day one, building this into your culture, reviews, referrals, retention. We'll start with R, right? Really important, you get these on um, repeats, okay? But here's a rough breakdown. We're gonna need some money for technician uniforms. Uh, I'm big on door knocking, even at this level, whether you do it or not, it works. If you wanna pivot that to flyer delivery, so be it. But if you threw five grand at a door knocking program, you got out there with a helper, some print materials, you could easily spin that into a couple hundred grand of booked work um, right at the door. Um, website maintenance, SEO, right? There's a lot of you paying for your website, 250 a month. I'll take that deal every day for a really well optimized, well converting website. Um, that is an investment into your brand. Print materials going on Vista print, right? Door hangers, business cards. Um, you know, uh, A-frame signs we need printed with a QR code. Again, an investment. Don't um, don't uh, not spend money in that because that's investing in your brand. Signs. I like the bandit signs. You could have a little leave behind sign. We leave behind on the lawn, similar to a lot of pest control companies. Um, they're like a dollar fifty per sign. Leave it in. The customer recycles it when the job's done. Um, we do a lot more training on this marketing too. So I know I'm going a little bit quick, but I just want to give you the, the high level here of what the budget actually looks like. And then uh, online, right? Facebook, Google, I personally believe you turn on paid ads in your busy season, right? Now we're coming into uh, April, May, June, perfect time to be marketing online, getting Google guaranteed, spending some money there. Um, some of you will want to spend more than that. Some of you want to spend less, totally up to you, but in and around five grand, um, I think will be a good enough one just to get your feet wet. And lastly, vehicle wraps, those are going up as well. Um, we have wrapped a whole bunch of times with the same outfit, so we get a pretty good deal, but you could be three grand, four grand, five grand in your area. I'd recommend getting a full wrap, design it properly as if you're gonna have five or 10 trucks on the road so you don't have to go back and tweak the thing again, okay? So high level, you look at this, we're hitting half a million dollars. Not only are you paying yourself um, $4,000 a month, 
You're also having every single cost of the business accounted for. Okay. I don't believe in you hiding expenses or like, you know, over inflating your profit margin. A lot of people on Facebook groups, oh, I'm making 50% profit. No, you're not. You're not accounting for all these line items. Like literally we even accounted for your, your crew screwing up this year, $2,500 worth of stuff. You're going to get that text message. You're going to have to go to Home Depot, repair whatever got broken. You know, cool. We already planned for that. When bad things happen in my business, cool. We already planned for that. Okay. So you hope for the best. You plan for the worst. We end up here. Look at this $100,000, $101,500 of net profit, 20% profit margin. It is completely possible. That's what we do at my business. It runs without me and there's a 20% net profit. Now, as mentioned, you're going to need to pay taxes out of that, right? For us here in Canada, we pay 11.5%, I believe, on the first half million dollars of corporate earnings. So that's not all directly in your pocket. However, the beautiful thing of having a business, you can choose your growth trajectory and you can start to get some write-offs for your business. So talk to your accountant. They can advise and say, hey, we might want to look at doing an investment this year. Um, Tom, if you're planning to move from 500 to 750 next year, maybe let's get that vehicle going this year before costs go up, maybe drop this net profit down by 15 grand. We're going to be a little bit in a better tax position. So that's a question for your accountant, but just want to make you aware that everything has a cost in business and you want to be targeting this 20% profit margin. I could easily scooch that up, right? If we wanted to get your business ready to sell in a year or two, what I would do, you could snip this hybrid role. There's 10 grand there. You could even jump on site as an owner, right? This is a 150 grand for you to literally not have to work on site. You can go do check-ins, but we could snip that. You, the owner, you could drop your office team down and go even lower. Like we could easily, easily, easily move this up to 30% with two or three strategic moves. However, I want to build this for the future that you don't stop at 500 grand. We move you to $750 million and beyond. So generally having that entrepreneurial spirit, you're never done growing and you love the game and you want to keep advancing. So that's how I've built this budget as if I was in your shoes doing half a million dollars and I'm wondering where does all the money go? And I'm so thankful I could get this training for you because this is something I didn't have. I had to figure all this stuff out, what percentages work. I made a lot of mistakes and this is the best budget that I have at this level, how I would allocate every dollar in the business. And I hope that you found it uh, helpful. So feel free to reach out to either me or your support coach for further help on this. Um, as we continue to grow the program, we'll have more training around the financial resources, but just wanted to get you a baseline here on what a half million dollar business looks like. So I hope it was valuable and look forward to chatting very soon. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.